will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's you just blew my mind, Tinfoil Hat. Yes, and welcome to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Uh, you know who I am. You know what I'm here to do, okay? With me, as always, is XG and the place to be. We are back in the studio. I want to apologize to everybody for, uh, even though it's not my fault, that my flights got just foobarred. Uh, Air Canada was nice enough to make it so my plane landed when my other my connection was taken off. So thank you that. Uh, I left at 2.30 in the morning from Edmonton. I didn't get home until 7 p.m. the next day. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, dude, that's a flight. So we couldn't do it. We couldn't do the episode. So here we are today. We're doing the episodes. And uh, we got a guess. If he comes back on, we will see. If not, <laughs> I'll we'll do this on the song. We're super ex- uh, excited about that. Guys... Uh, this show is not possible without our good friends from BetDSI. BetDSI for all your betting and, needs. And it looks okay. Like okay. We're Can you? Oh, there you are. You're oh, we there. got it now. All right. Yes. Right, we just got to do some business. We'll bring everybody in. Okay. Uh, BetDSI for all your bet needs. Go to BetDSI.com. Use the promo code HAT100. Okay. And you will get uh, whatever you put up to whatever you deposit up to five hundred dollars will be matched. I am now working on that with them for conspiracy bets. Like, will Hillary get indicted? Will anybody fall for Pedogate? All that stuff. Is the wall going to be built? Is the wall going to be built? That's a great one. So so they're interested. You're going to be able to make bets on conspiracies, okay? So join us. Join us. Join us. Join us. Okay? Um, We got our good friends at Caveman Coffee, everybody. Caveman Coffee. They're, they're an old bet. They're an old uh, punch drunk sponsor from way back day. Well, they're back. We're doing business with them. We love them to death. Tate Fletcher's one of my best friends, and I love Caveman Coffee. Uh, so go to Caveman Coffee. Use a promo code Tinfoil Hat. All right, and you will get fifteen percent off any of your purchases. Uh, Tate, you know this isn't like uh, Starbucks or anything like that. You know I love Starbucks. You ever go somewhere? You ever you hate that there's Starbucks everywhere until you go somewhere and there's no Starbucks, and then you want to start killing people. But I I love Starbucks, but I also love Seven Eleven uh, meth coffee. You ever have Seven Eleven meth coffee? Uh yeah. Where you just drink it and you're like, dude, I just want to fucking rip fu- roofs off houses. That's it's, how powerful that shit. is. I feel like uh, Starbucks is cocaine. 7-Eleven's meth. Yeah, for sure. Straight up. For sure. Where does uh, Coffee Man land? In well, the middle? Well, Coffee Man's that sweetness, dude. That you know, sweetness? it's the it's good, good stuff. It's the good stuff. It's all natural stuff. It's Caveman Coffee. Go to cavemancoffee.com and uh, help support the show. Help our friends. Guys, new t-shirts are up. New t-shirts are up. We are super excited about this. New t-shirts are up. Uh, my man, XG, fucking finish a project that I had started with Ryan, but never never uh, came to fruition. But they are now up. 
The silver and black Ronin is available. You can get that. It's the Raider logo with basically my face. And I love it. It's my favorite shirt we've made so far. I'm going to do a special edition of that where on the back will be the rules of the Ronin. You'll follow the five rules of the Ronin. If you follow that, you will be fine politically. And you know I'm Mexican, and I'm not a Raider fan, but I got to rock this shit, dude. Dude, dude. That tin Raider foil guy, he goes hard. Well, all I got to say, dude, is like Mexicans love conspiracies. Yeah. Like, I love that. that. Their women are the only ones who go to f- rock concerts, and they love conspiracies. It's, it's the best. I love Mexicans. One, but we have them all. <laughs> we have the Eddie Bravo, um, just look into it shirt. We got this right one right there. here. We got the lizard Ooh. people shirt, which is now available in green, dog. Damn. Man, You're going to stand out. Multi- We're like a rainbow, gay as fuck, right? <laughs> um, so we got that. Patreon is killing it, dude. Patreon is killing it you go to patreon now this is it my patreon is sponsored by la speedweed la speedweed for all your medical medicinal needs in los angeles here's what gino from la speedweed who is the harriet tubman of weed when they said he couldn't sell weed he kept selling it he had to pay a four hundred thousand dollar fine because the city of los angeles tried to shut that shit down but he said no bro we're getting high as fuck and he kept going and he paid a fine. He loves Tim Hat so much. He has said that anybody who signs up for LA Speedweed, he will pay for your $5 Patreon for a month. And that gets you all the goodness. Conspiracies Now, my live streams, uh, the uh, Secret Society of the Mad Hatters, which is another audio podcast. Go check that out. Go to LA Speedweed, use the promo code uh, Tim Hat, and you will rock. And let them know that you're a tinfoil hat fan. What else we got? Dates out the dates. gates. And then we're going to get into our show. Dates out the gates, my friend. We are tonight. I am at the LA. I'm at the uh, Harvell's in Harvell's. Long Beach. That's a 9 p.m. show with the Flying Jew, right? And Jason Ross. I opened for that. I opened for that fucker. He's, he, he killed, he's it made goes me Lee suck. Syatt, uh, Mike Tully from the Jason uh, Ellis show on Sirius Radio. And uh, Jason Rouse. Uh, just hope he doesn't shit in the sink. That's what you hope when you gig with him. And then the lovely ladies from the Lolita Burlesque, they'll be a part of it. That's a $10 show. That is tonight. What's the following one? Oh, then we have... Um, Death Squad. Death Squad at the Ice House. If you're in LA Squad, we're at Death Squad in the Ice House. The following night, I'm at the Ha Ha Cafe, and I'm at the Comedy Store. And then Sunday night, we're doing a memorial for our friend Anna Lan, who uh, sadly took her own life. So instead of doing a memorial for her, we're going to do her open mic. She ran an open mic. You know, if you guys are feeling down, you're feeling sad, call me. Call anybody. Talk to somebody. Volunteer. Trust me, man. Through recovery, I've learned to uh, volunteer and get you out of your head. And you realize these two shall pass. Okay? It's a, it's a temporary moment, man. You don't need a permanent solution. To, this is a wonderful time to be alive. There is no reality. There's only perspective. And what you perceive is what your reality is, okay? There's a million things going on, and a lot of it is positive. Stop focusing on the negativity. And then the big announcement is, so go that Sunday night. It's Dojo Comedy inside, uh, um, what's the name of the place? Fuck, I can't remember the name of the place. You can go to my Twitter and find it. Um, and then finally, March 16th, we are in New Jersey. And guess who's coming, everybody? XG and the place to be. It will be me, XG. We're going to be at Tiff's uh, 
L and, and house and grill. Yeah. L and grill. It's gotta be great. I refuse to say chuckle hut. I don't play <laughs> chuckle huts, dog. Okay. She got you mad at me. I'm like, it's the dumbest name I've ever heard. You're a wonderful person. So that, those, that's the business, dude. That's it. That's, that's it. The business. Today's a great podcast. I always like bringing the tribes together. Uh, anybody who does uh, in the realm of conspiracies, I always love to see to have them on my show. My show's not the biggest show, but if I can help anybody help their show expand, uh, I always love to do it. They, I, one of their episodes caught my eye, and uh, I thought it was very interesting. And, but then I just felt like I wanted to do this topic, and we'll get into it. So welcome from the uh, the uh, propaganda report, BJ Binkley and Monica Perez. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think so. Did I get Nailed it right? it. Sure did. Today is a good day. Welcome, guys. How are you? Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. No pleasure to be here. Well, we're happy you did after all that. I mean, dude, our technology is getting so smart. I'm I'm not smart. It's almost like when you something is childproof and you can't open it. You're like, I'm 40. I should be able to open this. <laughs> that was us trying to get the Skype working, right? We're like, monkey smash. Put picture. Right, right. Lady, talk, talk. You know, that's how we were for. <laughs> we evolved. We made it work. Yeah, so we're here. Uh, real quick, tell us about your podcast, The Propaganda Report. Well, we dissect the media and, you know, we, we kind of look at the left and right paradigm that's going on. We analyze the propaganda that they're throwing at people, logical fallacies, stuff like that. And we deconstruct it. And then Monica likes to dive way down into the rabbit hole. And I follow her down in there sometimes. And, you know, we just want to uncover the bullshit, I think. I, I, I love it. I, uh, how long have you guys been doing the podcast? I think about two and a half years now. Oh, that's I think one. two years. Yeah. yeah. I have a, yeah. uh, a mainstream radio show in Atlanta on Saturdays on WSB, which I've been doing for like seven years. And Binkley was a fan and he uh, contacted me and uh, we he's been my sidekick on the air. And then when we do the podcast, he brings me way further down the rabbit hole then we usually go kind of on the mainstream stuff. Well, it's got to be and hard I, to do that, go on the mainstream with some of the really... The people dark aren't stuff. ready. People aren't ready, right. But they're slowly coming around. I'll tell you that for sure. Slowly coming around. People more and more are, are coming to our side. You know, there's a big push against it. I don't think that it's malice that they don't... That the, you see people pushing it. I think people just either their life is going so well they got kids and they just don't want to think that they're feeding in to this really dark art shit that's going on like if they have to stop and 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 start thinking about what they're a part of it could ruin the ship it could be ruined uh their good thing they got going on you can't you can't accept what would get you fired You know, you can't, it's like an ethical glass ceiling. You can't keep asking questions if the answer gets you to think you're doing something immoral or supporting a bad system. You just have to bail. But but also, I think some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today that, uh, like the Pizzagate thing, I feel like part of that is kind of like a PSYOP within a PSYOP in that it's trying to connect conspiracy theories kill real people like we have to have censorship because fake news hurts real people 
yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but what is fake are news? Under attack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the notion of fake news is is quite laughable when we have the mainstream media pushing out. Can you guys hear me in the microphone? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Because yeah. I can't hear myself, but I'm. I'll just keep going. Um. So the truth is, is that like this Russian collusion thing that is fully fake news, and I'm even to the point where I think they're so advanced that they're trying to kill off network news so they don't have to pay for it anymore. And when they could just put out memes and, and uh, fake stories on the internet where there are no rules, you know, and it's much easier to just fucking spread misinformation everywhere going eight different ways than actually have to pay an anchor and get people to pay. I think we're seeing the death of mainstream news, not because we're tired of it, but because the puppets who run it are trying to kill it off. Well, it was really dead before Trump. Yeah. It was really dead before Trump. They had nothing to talk about. This no, kind of gave them a little it. bit of lo- a life. So this you can say like whatever you want about Trump, and there's a lot to say. Like, a lot of people on this that listen to the show get really angry, but it's like, you can't tell me that Trump is this unicorn when the five guys before him were fucking corrupt pieces of shit, you know? Like, I support the president because he's our president, but I'm not going to be naive to think this guy's a unicorn. Yeah, absolutely. People fall into the trap of thinking that because they put characters in these places that identify with certain groups. And there's this halo effect that people want to believe that their guy is the guy. But the reality is that you're more prone to being manipulated by that person that you identify with than you are by that person that you hate. So it's the people that you like that you should be even more critical of. But uh, people have a hard time doing that because they keep us fighting with each other instead of analyzing the people who are in charge. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I'm just trying to figure out what is the game with Camilla Harris. Like there's a game going on oh God. because there's no way she's viable. So it makes me think her job is, terrible. To, is to take all the arrows for somebody else. And I can't tell if it's Tulsi Gabbard or this fucking uh, AOC chick who <laughs> isn't even eligible, but they're already trying to talk about yeah. pushing her into the presidency, yeah. which is like, are we really getting to the point where we just are like really in the fuckability? I mean, I know that, you know, like Trump is the is like the opposite of that. But everybody before that, I mean, like, oh, you know, ask a lot of women why they vote for Barack. And they're like, because he's cute. I mean, it's just sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill Clinton was sold on like, look at this young, hip, cool guy. So now we got this girl walking around with D cups dan- with this video that just conveniently pops up of her dancing around. And now we're like pushing. Like, if you get that much attention, I think something's up. Well, that, the it, sex a, tape is definitely coming. What's that? Absolutely, there's going to be a deep fake of her. I guarantee it, and sex they'll, they'll frame her as a they'll frame her as a victim, and it'll be the best thing that ever happened to her. Yep. But it'll be a great sex tape, and then they'll say it's not really her, but you won't really know. Yeah, I mean, like that's where we're at. Or she won't even have to do with the technology they now. They're just take some dog fart video <laughs> of interracial gangbangs, and they'll put her yeah, face on yeah. it, and they'll be like, "She's savage as fuck." And everyone's like, don't right. judge her. And then all the racist, racist white guys are secretly like watching their wives get banged by black guys. who are like, I hate her, but I'm going to fall for her because she's filthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we're she's getting to. She's not that good yeah. looking, though. Uh, well, you say, uh, compared to other politicians, she's yeah, smoking yeah, no, Oh, she's fine. 
I mean, she, I, she has the same body as Nancy Pelosi naked, from what I understand. No way, dude. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> Nancy uh, Pelosi's got Crypt Keeper pussy. You know what I'm saying? God. She's 80. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> she's they crazy. were talking about, there was this rumor going around that Mueller and her were banging. Oh. Well, imagine that. They might have been. They're about the same age. I just think when she gets naked, like, bats fly out. <laughs> what? Okay. No, Absolutely. So one of the things I always want to do, because I've seen so many videos of uh, the Clinton body count. I've seen so many videos. And uh, I've never seen anyone do an actual list of the dark arts that is surrounded. Can you just put a picture of me, all of us together, like the straight picture? Yeah, that that way it'll be easier for everybody. Um, The dark arts of the Clintons. Now... After doing this research, and I'll get your guys' opinion before we start listing it, um, would you say that Hillary Clinton either has to be the most unlucky human being on the planet to be surrounded by so many accused, uh, charged, and convicted, not all of them are convicted but, or, or charged, but at least accused uh, pedophiles for her to be, like, be surrounded by so many? So it's either the most unlucky human being or something's going on. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm going to have to go with something's probably going on that she attracts those type of people, or she seeks them out even. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. She's like the ringleader. Well, I, I think like it, it might be deeper than that. I think uh, with the stuff like Pizzagate and all the really shocking unbelievable really things that come out surrounding her it makes me think that her like last couple of years were really uh, this is very deep down the rabbit hole oh i love but this. we're we're really because her job has always been to be an also ran and that she allows this stuff she doesn't really fight it it let her lose without looking like she was losing on purpose and at the same time when you have something like pizzagate which the victims aren't suing. They didn't really investigate it. They didn't put it to bed in any way. And then you compare that with real, uh, like, in evidence, pedophile rings, everything from Epstein to the Franklin cover-up to uh, that Brian Singer thing, like a Hollywood story, which sounds a lot like the Franklin cover-up, dossiers in the UK that were lost of high-level politicians involved in this stuff, Um there was a state senator in Georgia, Nancy Schaefer, who died under suspicious circumstances, yeah. who was exposing defects. Like, there's a lot of stuff with a people. lot of meat on the bones, and Pizzagate doesn't feel like that. So I wonder if it just is a way to make people look stupid for believing those stories. Well, I, I, I think once we go through this, that we will find, I personally believe that there is something. No, Eddie Bravo talks about so much like, why would they expose this? Because I believe, like, you know, I talk about television is just a, a giant shell game. It's just all about moving just money around. The people who own the channels, own all the networks who are advertising. Ratings don't matter. Television doesn't matter. They call it programming for a reason. It means nothing to them. Why would they ruin the Super Bowl with their over-the-top programming bullshit to, to just ruin nothing against Atlanta. I loved it. You guys did your best. 
but it's like this over-the-top propaganda bullshit to the point that people stopped watching it, and it was one of the yeah. lowest-rated Super Bowls out there. Why would they do that if it really mattered? And I'll tell you why. Because the real money in is gods, okay? Gods. Gold, oil, drugs, and sex trafficking. That is real. where the real money is. And that's my opinion. So I get what I do understand what you are saying about it could be a psyop to make these people look dumb. But I also believe that, uh, you know, Greg Carlwood said the best, like the old guard doesn't understand the Internet. They just don't understand. Yeah. I mean, like as much as you think is Hillary's in the name, she's your grandma's age. I mean, my grandparents are gone. But like if you still have a grandma around, she's like in the 70s, almost the 80s. Like she's an older person. She doesn't get that shit. And we have well, I don't think it's her idea. I don't think she's doing it. I think she's always just been a prop. Uh, I, I, I will get into this. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. I think, uh, I think she fully participates in it. And I think, yeah, she... no, I mean, I, I understand like when she was in the Clinton white house, she came out with the FBI dossiers and all that stuff. I understand like, she's like no dummy and she has her own past, but I feel like at this point she was playing like her Senator career. And after she was really, I maybe not as much as secretary of state, but I feel like as a candidate, she was playing a role, but I don't arrive at that lightly. It's taken me a long time to think that and it's listen, that bad, but it might not be. No, no, no. There, there's no, we, we will never, we're not here to make those. We're here. To, to, what I like to do in the show, present the evidence, let the crowd, let the listeners decide for themselves. You know, I'm not here to, you know, we had a, just a, a minor disagreement right there, but it's not like, I think we all have the same intentions here. So uh, I think she's a little bit more involved in it. And it is because the, the currency of success in these high level, high stakes 5D chess is that you are part of this thing. It's like jumping somebody in to a gang. That's kind of my right. thing. Yeah. So, but, but she's not like designing the internet approach to conspiracies and Pizzagate. Well, okay. I'm not I think, well, okay. So we were talking two different things. My whole thing is that she doesn't know how the internet works. So she didn't understand the hacking and all that shit that she like, that didn't occur to her that somebody could fucking hack these emails. Like, I don't know why you would email any of this shit. But there's an email. There's a video of her saying years ago, I don't use email because of all the times I've been investigated. It's like a 10 year old or 15 year old video yeah but she's now, why would she use it she knew it was a bad idea yeah but she also said that she like is pro-gay and came basically out like 10 years ago that she's uh, she's against gay marriage like this chick says whatever in the moment she has to say and 10 years ago you didn't really need email now you have to have yeah. it that's how everybody's communicating yeah. now for sure so let's yeah, get where it starts we're going chronologically i'm gonna throw out the cases i'd love to hear your guys take on it anybody uh, it all starts May 10th, 1975. Thomas Alfred Taylor and, and the victim, Kathy Shelton. Uh, basically, uh, Thomas Alfred Taylor got accused of raping a 12-year-old. His lawyer basically argued at the time that she lusted and fantasized about him. Can you go to that? Oh, can, are we going to be able to hear this? Basically, let me see. You, you can't hear it? If he plugs it in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, I have a, a cue to the point. Uh, his lawyer at the time was Hillary Clinton, okay? So we get into this real kind of gray area where it's like you're, you're a defendant, you know, 
the most heinous of people who've been convicted, uh, accused of heinous crimes have the right to get a trial. Would we agree on that? Absolutely. <laughs> we agree on that. That, um, yes. But it's like she basically did this defense that today she is pushing against, which is believe all victims. Her defense in the trial was that uh, this girl lusted her and she was wanting it, basically. Right. That she had a tendency for older men. And, of course, the Snopes thing that debunks that says that someone else told her that and she just presented that. But it was her design. Her design of the case was to attack the credibility of the 12-year-old kid that was a rape victim. It was in a coma for days. Yeah, coma for days. I mean, like, I'm into kinky shit, dude. (laughs) I've never heard of anybody being turned on by comas. And then what Hillary did with the evidence do you, you know the part about the underwear right please tell yeah. us please tell us she she took the underwear to be examined the um the girl's underwear and it had the guy's semen in it with his and dna blood. and blood and mm-hmm. uh her blood probably the girls but they when it was being examined the lab forgot to turn return or lost whatever the original piece of material so it got like they couldn't bring it up cut there. out of it yeah so the peeps with the DNA could not be presented in court. So it was literally eliminated from the thing. And the, and the part about him taking a polygraph test, and she said he passed the polygraph test, which is why I never believed polygraph tests again. So she knew he was guilty. She knew from the DNA evidence and the polygraph tests. You know, like she got kicked out of the uh, Goldwater Commission for, like, stealing evidence, trying to get it out. And they had... Dude, think about that. She's a Goldwater girl. She all, all admits that openly back in the day. And then she she was so bad, her own people like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know? Yeah. Go on. Sorry. She she illustrated then, back then, she was like 27 at the time. She illustrated her willingness to throw a 12-year-old girl in a coma under the bus for the purpose of rising up politically in her career. And she showed that pattern. through. She's cold-hearted, and she showed it early and on. And she laughed right about there. it. Just oh, yeah. like when she killed, had Gaddafi killed, she laughed about it. Do you have that? Can you play That's that ready to go. Where yeah. it goes at the moment? Yeah, play. Here's her talking about it. How did this turn out? Oh, he plea bargained. He got him off. Was time served in the county jail. He did the county jail about Yeah, stop it. That's her laughing about. She got a, a, a person she knew was guilty on a plea bargain that he did time served. Now, if you look at that woman who's on uh, making of a murderer, she knew that her client was guilty and she had a way to get him out of prison. So she did something that some lawyers would see as unethical. She basically got him to confess the Kathleen Zegger, whatever her name is for making a murder. She got him to confess to the other murders to get off a death row before she argued that point in court. Like, Whereas Hillary, Hillary basically thinks it's hilarious that she got a fucking pedophile off a... Yeah, she's demonstrating that she can get a pedophile that's obviously guilty off. Yeah. You know, and they're going to say, this is a chick we need. And then compare that with how she's presented as being like the 
kind and gentle, you know, nurturing mom type now. And she was just absolutely ruthless. There's a guy who was the, the head of the Hofstra uh, law and family and like children program. He said in like 2007, he said Hillary Clinton was a fierce advocate for her client and she was absolute hell on the little girl. And that guy, the her client, he died in 1992, the same year that Bill Clinton was elected. I don't know if that's a coincidence or what. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Nothing with these people are enough. <laughs> so I want to move on to the next one. I'm going to do this in order. Uh, Brock Pierce and the Open Secret. In 2002, the Di- Digital Entertainment Network suffered an absolute disaster amid claims by employees and several Hollywood child actors, such as M- Michael Egan, that Pierce and his partners, Chad Shilakal and Michael Collins Rector, ran a child abuse ring, and a number of the Hollywood directors and A-list, many of whom were financially tied to the debt. Brock worked for the Clinton Institution. Uh, we Have you guys seen Open Secret? Yeah. I didn't see that yet. Uh, it basically just comes out and says that, you know, it names Singer, who like, dude, listen, man, I think sexual harassment of women at work is disgusting and it's wrong. You know, I mean, like, I'm really at a place, I think most guys, when a dude's like a real pig with a chick, it offends a lot of guys because nobody really wants that. I don't think it's fun. But for if anybody. he owns the place, you have to just quit. You know, well, I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's just like, I, I I'm just it, saying, I, I, you know, it's bad, but quit. Yeah. I, well, I get that too. I get that too. There's like, you know, I mean the whole two, but my point with the me too movement is I think it's a psyop. I've said a billion times it's a psyop. Absolutely. It was just made ended up dead on that one too. I'll tell you. What's that? Well, people ended up dead, uh, who I think would have been able to expose that psyop. I'm, I, I, I totally believe, dude, it's a high stake games. Everything we're talking about gets people killed, you know? And it's just like, you look at how the, how white female actresses and comedians acted in this town and yet they don't care about pedophiles and they didn't care about two black gay men dying in this Democrat donor's fucking house not one tweet nothing about brian singer nothing. i know you never hear that story of those people dying he didn't even get investigated dude it's unbelievable. and that's part of the whole media that the control in the media they they focus the spotlight on certain things and they they put the angle that people think about it in people's minds and it top of mind you know, top, top, tip of the tongue and people block the other stuff out just because it doesn't fit with their worldview about a party, the left or the right. It, it's all this divide and conquer tactics that they use to get people to ignore this stuff. So I don't think we can show all the links now. I don't think it works on it. Can you show the links from that computer? Or are we only doing what's on the, on the screen? There oh, we there we go. So click on, um, click on number four. If you guys don't think this involves the Clintons, Brock Pierce, um, Brock Pierce is still listed on the ClintonFoundation.org website. Wow, and he's the chairman of like the Bitcoin Foundation. I think. The Lifetime or Carbon New- Neutrality Commission, the committee by Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce has not been charged. He says no money's been. Exchanged. But the guy who accused them went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. The guy who accused him went to jail. If you watch Open Secret, and there's some people who say some weird shit about that, but 
I mean, dude, it comes out, man. It comes out that this guy uh, is was in dark art shit. A ton of children there uh, were a part of it. He was on the Clinton, uh, what's it called? The Clinton, um, Clinton Global Initiative. That's what they're. All these guys, all these people that we're going to talk about, yeah. all part of the Clinton Global Initiative. Go on. Sorry about that. And that's at the center of it, the Clinton Global Initiative was. Yeah. It's just like all these people were going through. They all, I mean, one guy had to run to Europe and he still got arrested and convicted. And it's just fucking gross, man. It's just so gross. Here she is. They worked with him. They were on their committee. Another one. So here we go. That's the first one. Next one up is, uh, can we talk about um, Jeffrey Epstein? I'm going to let you guys do a little talking on that. Uh, what? <laughs> What's going on with Jeff? What's your thoughts on the connection with the Clintons and Jeffrey um, Jeffrey Epstein? For those who don't know, Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein is a, a a financier who is a close friend with Bill Clinton and had a an orgy island where he was doing sex trafficking and had sex slaves. He had sex with a bunch of underage women, would have a bunch of elites come in and out of there. He had a sex plane called the Lolita Express, which was named after a book about a middle-aged man who has a sexual affair with his stepdaughter. And on that plane in the flight logs, Bill Clinton flew on it 26 separate times going overseas and in the flight logs. He would ditch his, uh, he would ditch his secret service. He wouldn't let yeah, them get on the plane. The Secret Service on five separate times, and there's a woman named uh, how do you say her name? Jezza, Jezebel Maxwell. Jezelle Maxwell. Gisleen. Yeah, Jezleen Maxwell. And this was um, Ep- Epstein's like second in command. She would go procure little girls for Epstein and train them on how to massage him and stuff like that. And she was on eleven flights that Bill Clinton was on. Was so if he didn't know she that was he's at flying Chelsea's wedding. And and she yes. Oh she my was God! She was subpoenaed. This is what she did her, to her come to come talk to investigators. And she said she could not talk to investigators because her mom was ill and she had to go overseas. And she was never coming back. And then a few months later, she's pictured at Chelsea Clinton's wedding in New York City. The only person who who was associated with um, Jeffrey Epstein that the lawyer of the defendant and I emailed back and forth with this lawyer a little bit. um, The only person who cooperated that he said was open and very helpful and in no way associated with Epstein's activities was Donald Trump. Okay, say that one no more time because people are going to go nuts because yeah. they tried to paint this into a Trump scandal and there was this media do. pushback. He banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago because he uh, attacked or whatever, a 13-year-old girl. Yep, say it again. Say that. What? Who was so, the guy who said all this? I, that's very important. So... Trump was also in his black book. There's a lot of people in his black book. Trump was, he flew on Epstein's plane one time versus Clinton flying 26 times. The one time that he flew, it was because Trump w- was at a dinner party at Epstein's house with a bunch of elites. And at this dinner party, it was uh, in testimony, one of his, is his gardener, Jeffrey Epstein's gardener said that it was weird because unlike the other elites, Trump did not eat with everybody else. He ate in the kitchen with the workers and he stood and talked to us. And then after he ate, he wanted to leave. So he left. And according to Jeffrey Epstein's brother, he hitched a ride on Jeffrey Epstein's plane back to New York to go home. And that was his one trip on the Lolita Express. And the, the thing about... Uh, 
everybody who was subpoenaed, these elites, they called all of these elites who were involved with him that were listed, the Clintons, Kevin Spacey, all these people. None of them responded to the subpoenas. But Donald Trump was the only one who spoke with the lawyer. He called, he realized he was going to be subpoenaed, so he contacted the lawyer of the victim, and he and the lawyer said that he was open, helpful, he cooperated, and that he was in no way associated with Jeffrey Epstein's activities. See, dude, I tell people this all the time. I go, if you can find me evidence that Trump is this guy, that you're saying he's a pedophile too, tell me, I'll scorch the earth. But no one's coming for me. Thought, yeah, yeah. I thought he was. I thought I when I started researching this, I was like, they're both pedophiles. That, that was my assumption when I went in. But what I found was that Trump, it, he comes out a lot cleaner on now. Like I, like you said, show me evidence. Let's get the pedophile out of there. Yeah. Let's get him the fuck out of there. Yeah, but yeah. I can't find anything so far. What would you want to say, XG? Oh, that was the the link you showed me. This is on Fox, where it says flights logs show Bill Clinton flew on sex offenders jet much more than previously known. Yeah, and this and, is on their website. This and Hillary like... flew eight times, I believe, eight times. You know, and we, you know, yeah, the darkness that is Hillary comes up. I mean, like now the whole there's this whole theory that the reason Jeffrey Epstein got eventually um, busted was that he was. Black, he's going to try to blackmail Prince Andrews uh, and that he's working. Basically, the woman that you had mentioned, her father was part of an organization which basically said, do whatever you can for Israel. They that, Like this ride or die group that was like, whatever Israel needs, whatever you have to do, you fucking do it. And that was her dad. And now she was kind of a continuation of it. She was the wrangler of girls for Epstein. And that's why this all came down is because the uh, MI6 or M- MI or M60, whatever that group's called from uh, uh, England. MI6 is the English one. MI6. British. Okay. Came to the United States and goes, listen, this guy's trying to blackmail the royals. Oh, that's interesting. Because he's clearly, see, I don't even think Epstein is like a, major billionaire like i don't think he's a billionaire i think if you scratch the surface you find like his biggest house in manhattan is his but wexner Les wexner owns that house or did the last time whatever when it was exposed i think that i get the feeling with epstein his entire operation was like a honeypot thing so he would debrief the girls after they went with the guys who had information or power and i couldn't and that's why he's protected top to bottom in this country and really just got a slap on the wrist. But I do believe that you can have competition among these organizations. And if MI6 came to protect Prince Andrew, I would believe that. Although is. this is what exposed Prince Andrew. People wouldn't have known about this. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, it's the currency of the elites. And the reason they went crazy, because he had cameras everywhere. Like yeah. everywhere that it was that they call it pedo island should be called blackmail island. <laughs> yeah. And he trained the girls on how to solicit information from these elites. Did you see the picture that was up there? Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Uh, that's an underage girl that uh, Prince Andrew. Virginia was. Roberts. Yeah. yeah, that's the law. That's the girl of the, um, the, the I talked to her lawyer. That's the one I spoke with. Yeah. Uh, uh, I how, think she how old settled. was she Didn't there? She how old Recently. was she there? Do you guys know how old she was? She's 15 in that picture. Oh, my God. Do you guys know about the plea negotiation letter and the organizations that were mentioned in it? Like the letter that was no, please the reason tell that us. Epstein, please tell us. 
there was a letter, and this is what's going to be investigated right now. There was news today about how there's going to be an investigation into the plea deal that Epstein got because, like you said, they're trying to tie it to Trump. But when Trump nominated that guy, uh, what's his name, um, Acosta, yeah, uh, for the labor secretary, what it did, what what it effectively did, whether this was his intent or not, is it caused people to focus on the Jeffrey Epstein case again, which has ultimately led to people wanting to investigate it again. So it's shined light on it. And when the deal happened, along with granting um, Epstein was facing potentially life in prison. He got 18 months. He served 13 in a posh prison where he got to leave 12 hours a day, six days a week, and he got to hire his own security, his own security force. So That's he wasn't really in prison. jail at all. So, right. and he still inside, got to work. Hey, I nap nine hours a night. Like I'm such an <laughs> yeah, out of shape yeah. fuck. So he's like basically, he's at a. You eat for two hours, so he spent an hour in jail. An hour a day in jail. Yeah. He checked in, he signed in, he left. Along with uh, that portion of the deal, included in the deal was a non-prosecution of co-conspirators clause. Yes! Which, That's the big thing right there, dude. Yes, and that is what, that is what if there's an investigation, you want to try and uncover. Because you want to find out whose names those co-conspirators are. Because they have complete immunity to run around raping children their entire lives now because of that immunity clause. And... The plea negotiation letter is the basis. That's not upon, true. I mean, well, you have to say, like, they can't go in the in the future, right? It doesn't protect them. No, the yeah, future. it does. It protects them in the future. It says I, it protects them in does, the future. So Alan Dershowitz can is now if, if he's well, included in it. Uh, listen, oh. if a new charge happens, I don't think that immunes them. I like, like oh, if no. I get a oh, immunity, you're just it's, he's immune. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but what so, it does do is like. If a charge comes out that's related to from this, he yes. doesn't, he can't get prosecuted. Anything from the past, Which basically. Which is unprecedented. What's the get? What's the gimme for that? Like, well, they, why would you and everybody, negotiate? And everybody put this on Trump, but dude, make no doubts about it. That was Robert Mueller that gave him that deal. It's from the right. high ups, man. And like, I'm sorry, dude, but it's like if I'm a CEO of a billion dollar industry and that, uh, I mean, a trillion dollar industry, Trump can't nitpick every person that signs with them dude do you know what i'm saying no i got you so it's like right most of these people that are getting outed in trump's thing that they're trying to throw credit on him were all clinton people from back exactly. in the day or obama and people if these people are uncovered the co-conspirators i would argue that the people who are probably most afraid are the people whose names and organizations were cited as references or referrals um, for Epstein's character in the plea negotiation letter, because this plea negotiation letter is the basis upon which this deal was granted in, in the way that the, the law works. And the plea negotiation letter lays out the case of here's why Jeffrey Epstein, despite what he has done, here's why he should be given a softer sentence because of all the wonderful things he's done. It's like a referral. You know, you write your resume right, and here are right. all the people who can vouch for me. So the, the groups listed vouching for his character because of the work that he had done with them are this, are the Clinton Global Initiative. Oh my God, work, here we go again. Uh, uh, number two, the Rockefeller Foundation. Oh my God, it's like the, the fucking Mount Everest of assholes. It gets better. Number three, the Trilateral Commission. Oh my God. 
Number four, the Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, my He's God. Both of those. By yeah. the way, that's kind of like going, listen, Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees, <laughs> and the right. Sandman all say I'm good people. <laughs> Number five, and this is the only person whose name, specific name instead of the organization, was mentioned in this plea negotiation letter, Bill Clinton. So these are the groups that were mentioned. So this letter was given to this Acosta guy, right? And what I would argue is this. I would argue that Acosta had no choice because when you read this entire letter, it reads like a thinly veiled threat. It says stuff like, we all know that everybody could avoid further embarrassment if Jeffrey Epstein did not have to take the stand and do whatever. Because, like you said, he had all that information right. that he could have toppled the whole system if he were to take the stand. So they I don't think he had a choice. Personal. They were harassing the prosecutors and the witnesses, too. Epstein's lawyers. That's what they say. I don't know. Yeah. But so and it this also, Acosta guy, yeah, I, I don't think that he, I think he had to do it. He's getting circled around by all these uh, yeah. global bullies saying, yeah. let him off. Yeah. I mean, it's 100%. And the, the original prosecutor wasn't going to do anything. He he got gotten to. So oh. at first, you know, like the chief of police and the investigator were dealing with their prosecutor, whatever, the local guy. And he was like, oh, we're going to send this guy to jail forever. And then he comes back and says, oh, there's not enough evidence. There aren't enough witnesses. They aren't, you know. So the, the police, the two cops really kind of went down with the ship saying, this guy, this was a miscarriage of justice. And of course, I was waiting and waiting to see one of them turn up dead, and one of them did. So, yeah, <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. 50 Unbelievable. years old. And then, but Trump's Department of Justice is going after Acosta. Now, it's not it, just Acosta, yeah. you know, it's it's a whole can of worms. What Acosta did is just going to open, is just going to crack that can of worms open. And that's what I think. If I think if they were to actually reveal that co-conspirator list, I don't think it's going to be damning to Trump. I think it's going to be damning. Well, maybe it will. I don't know. I think it's going to be more damning to those organizations. The people are going to be associated with those organizations who said, uh, we can, yes, let him off. People try to argue. People try to make this argument to me. It's the worst argument. They say, well— um, oh, because in the in the plea negotiation letter, I forgot this part. It states that Jeffrey Epstein was part of the original group that conceived of the Clinton Global Initiative. So like a founder of the Clinton Global Initiative. And people say, no, but he's not on the website, so that must not be true. And I'm like, so you're telling me that some this guy's facing life in life in prison. Yeah. And on the basis of this letter, he gets it down to, to 18 months, served 13, and that the lawyer used – he used uh, the Clintons as a reference point, uh, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Rockefellers. He used all these people as a reference point, but he was lying about it yeah, and that yeah. they granted the deal anyway without yeah. checking with them first. Yeah. No, they gave their stamp of approval. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So they're the ones who don't want that thing exposed. I couldn't agree more, dude. It's unbelievable the bullshit that's it involved really with this fucking chick. But it goes a little deeper than that because the guy on the other side of the Acosta negotiation was Ken Starr. Oh, who my God. Act like he was anti-Clinton, but he actually covered up the Vince Foster. So the guy who was the investigator on government investigator investigating the Vince Foster uh, death. Miguel Rodriguez decided, uh, wrote a letter, resigned, saying the government concluding as a suicide is not correct for these reasons. And he addressed 
a memo upon his resignation to Brett Kavanaugh, who took his place. Oh. Brett Kavanaugh and Ken Starr then went and systematically whitewashed all the stuff that Miguel Rodriguez had cited as reasons he thought Vince Foster was murdered. So when people think Ken Starr went after Clinton, replacing the Vince Foster story with the Monica Lewinsky story was the biggest favor that anyone oh ever gave. Oh my God. And- yeah, you're right. And that's why, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's all fucking smoke and mirrors, dude. It's all smoke and mirrors. Oh my! That's why I'm surprised that you don't think that that Hillary is part of that. That it's even above that. That it's that it that it's still just a two party thing. No, no. I think I, I dude. I just think that uh, the two party system's bullshit. It's two heads of the same snake. I do think yeah. she participated in straight up uh, child sex trafficking, and uh, maybe they're just putting this out to. To destroy her, like her, her. But I feel like the the sex trafficking stuff. Maybe it's for money. Maybe it's for blackmail. But I don't think it's because she likes to smear blood on kids and eat pizza off their bellies. I, like I think that maybe I, it's true. Maybe I'm not. I think it's not she's true. a straight up Luciferian. I think uh, she's like, there's people wrote books about her going to fucking Haiti and learning about voodoo and all that shit. Haiti is interesting. We'll get into that. I want to get into the next case, which is 2000. I'll tell you one more thing about the Epstein. Uh, Epstein, after he got out, compared what he did to stealing a bagel. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a piece of shit. I have to add two things before we move on from that. Okay, go on, go on. So Albert Rodriguez, Alfredo Rodriguez, you know who he is? I do not. He was the guy, he was the butler or whatever of Jeffrey Epstein who had a little black book who he didn't want to give to prosecutors because he knew that they were being compromised. He gave it to the defense attorneys. He wanted money for it, supposedly. He went to jail and worse circumstances for longer than Jeffrey Epstein. And he ended up dead also. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the other thing that I thought um, was interesting before we leave this is that Jeffrey Epstein, one of the, there's a, the story of his money is completely opaque. There's no information on where he gets his money. I don't really believe he's a billionaire. When he left Bear Stearns, yeah, I mean, maybe he is now, but like the whole story of his, he said that he runs a hedge fund and only accepts billionaires, like a billion dollars from somebody worth more than a billion dollars. And yet, there's never been a disclosure. Now, maybe this article that I was reading or the articles I was reading were dated. Some of the stuff never gets updated, but there was ne- he never discloses anything. So it's hard to believe that you're not going to have to disclose information about bit major trades and stuff when the money is that big. But the only billionaire he's actually cited as being one of his clients is this guy, Les Wexner, who, what you were saying before about that deep intelligence stuff, he I would think that Wexner would be a very good candidate for that if you dig into him a little bit. But Wow. Uh, wow. So so he picked Epstein up after he left Bear Stearns. Uh, uh, and he left Bear Stearns. He said he quit because he wanted to run his own business. But it looks like he might have quit during, uh, certainly was during or after an SEC investigation into insider trading, which stemmed from a Seagram's deal, an Edgar Bronfman Deal. Boom! There we go. Yeah. That name's gonna come up in a few. Wow! <laughs> wow, dude, you're about to hear a lot about that name coming up. I, I, I don't know if I sent you guys these names, but the connections between Clinton and DynCorp, uh, and how dark oh DynCorp is, and a lot of people don't realize Cobra. that. 
the, the company that runs ICE is DynCorp. They call it ICE, but it's DynCorp. And DynCorp... See, that's why... What's that? That's why Trump... See, this is the thing. Like, the two heads is true because Trump is in bed with uh, DynCorp, too. Yeah. Or Feinberg, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, DynCorp has been busted. They're basically... They're part of the child sex trafficking tour. These kids who get locked up at the border and all that, some go missing all the time. They've had problems with, like, pedophilia with this group, having sex. Over and over again. Over and over and over again, dude. I mean, in 2006, 2006, is her name Kathleen Lewis? The, the woman who uh, is a senator, who was, she, like, she lives in Asia right now. She's about to come on the show. But she... Uh, she basically asked uh, Donald Rumsfeld, why are we funding a company that is known for child sex trafficking? Why are we fun- why are we giving them government funds when they know they do child sex trafficking? But they were circling the drain. And uh, Steve Feinberg, I saw an article that Trump asked Steve Feinberg, who is a Cerberus partner, founder, whatever, which owns DynCorp to be an advisor for him. And I wrote an article saying, get ready for Afghanistan to pump up the volume on cybersecurity or whatever, because that's where DynCorp was um, starting to lose money. And within months, Trump announced re-upping in Afghanistan. So yeah. I feel like they, these guys are in the take from, you know, every book. There's something above the parties. And Clinton was in, uh, she was in Obama's administration yeah. when some of their agents got busted getting lap dances from a 15-year-old boy yeah. in uh, throwing him a uh, dollar bill throwing like him dollar bills you know uh, i mean right. yeah and she swept it under the she didn't say anything about it that was from the uh, the wikileaks yeah she was uh according to my reports uh dynecorp command blah 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 uh she cleaned it up she made it go away uh she basically and she has a history of this but dynecorp is one of those dark arts companies that I think may even be past the CIA. Like the CIA yeah. is the main thing. And then even beyond yeah. that is DynCorp and all the darkness. Like they're really good at smuggling the drugs in and out because they have such high clearance, you know, arms, well. sex trafficking, all that stuff. DynCorp is known for that. And they run ice and like children go missing all the time because of this group. I mean, that Clinton, I know we're not going to get into this, but between the uh, MENA, Arkansas stuff, those boys who were killed, all the drug trafficking there, Barry Seal. I mean, it's very clear. And then that connects to Iran-Contra. I mean, it's very clear that what you said, the gods are above uh, borders and politics. And and they know it, too, because what does an agency, that, that group has so much power. They're like Cobra. What do they, how do they let someone videotape them getting lap dances from a 15 year old? How does a security firm that gets billions per year to do security not prevent that from happening? It's because they don't care. That's how they get the people in those films to never tell anything. They compromise them, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they have to do it that way. It's done on purpose. And this isn't the first time we've seen Hillary clean up as Secretary of State clean up some pedophilia in 2013 she protected uh i'm gonna jump the haiti thing so just go down we're gonna get this because it kind of all comes together uh the um uh she was i mean nbc did a story on this and i I, 
And it's this kind of thing that Eddie Bravo talks about, about how they put this information out to get us to fight with each other. You know, when you yeah. saw the Parkland yeah. shooting, ABC interviewed the, the teacher who said cops were shooting people. Like, why is that information get out? Well, because it feeds a conspiracy side, which mm-hmm. now is going against the, the sheep. And now you have propaganda versus conspiracy. and We're all fighting with each other. So this yeah. story gets out and they always try to wipe it. But somehow it always makes it back. Uh, can you find that? Which one is it? It's uh, hold on. Let me see. It is number um, number uh, thir- 11. Can you click that? I don't want to show the video. I just want them to hear it. I'll tell you when it's ready. Okay. So basically what happens is this one ambassador uh, from another country uh, ditches his security and he gets busted having sex with a child prostitute. And Hillary gets the word and she basically nixed the deal. She nixed the investigation. She told them not to nix the investigation. Any luck? Oh, here it is. Can we hear it? Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see if we can hear it. One second. We're working with some Jake State Department memos. The agency might have called off or intervened an investigation into possibly illegal and inappropriate within its ranks, allegedly to protect jobs and avoid scandals. This concerns the time that Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. We want to get right to NBC's Chief White House Correspondent Chuck Todd with the latest. Chuck, good morning to you. Good morning, Savannah. You know, there's an old saying in Washington that the cover-up is worse than the crime. But in this case, both parts of it are disturbing. Allegations of prostitution and pedophilia and allegations that those crimes were somehow covered up or not looked into. So the State Department this morning is having to respond to those claims and those investigations uh, of misconduct by State Department officials, including by an ambassador and security agents attached to then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. And the allegations are that these investigations were whitewashed, quashed altogether, and that those orders came from high up. Yeah, here, stop it, stop it. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's... So whenever I'm arguing with somebody about, uh, you know, propaganda versus conspiracy, and we get a gold mine like that where the, it has the three letters that they need to see, they need to see, you know, NBC, Fox... ABC for it to be a legitimate story. You know, that just means it's so bad that they had to address it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point because I've sent people court documents about (laughs) what we were talking about earlier that talked about Jeffrey Epstein and, uh, you know, his, his plea deal. And they still trust CNN or MSNBC over the court documents. You nearly got kicked off Facebook for that, right? Yeah, I, I posted court – well, this was something different. I posted it, and I linked to a specific court document, and it got removed for being fake news. Oh, <laughs> my God. And that means somebody's an agent provocateur that's following you, and he's just flagging your uh, shit. Yeah. Flagging yeah, yeah. your shit. So I want to get into, like, the real crazy story. The next couple stories are nuts. There's so much. I could, We could go for days with the connections. Now it's Absolutely. the most insane story – which is, to me, Laura Silsby uh, in Haiti. Laura Silsby, I don't know if you guys know this, but Laura Silsby basically was this woman who ran a, uh, a group called the New Life Children's Refuge. And basically what she was did, they, on January 12, 2010, there was a giant earthquake. This group of people went to Haiti as a Christian mission. 
uh, what transpired was they were jacking kids off the street. They were just grabbing these kids, throwing them in the van, and running to the airport. The Haitians found out what was happening and stopped the plane. They arrested Laura Silsby. Uh, Laura Silsby went to trial and was convicted of child sex trafficking. She was supposed to be in jail until guess who? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. And Bill, Bill, Hillary Clinton used her power of state, Secretary of State, and Bill Clinton personally went there to throw his weight behind getting her out. What are your guys' thoughts on this whole thing? It's unbelievable the amount of evidence there is. And like, like you said earlier, they direct our attention towards each other. So when you present this evidence to somebody who might love Hillary Clinton and think she's the greatest woman alive, they'll go, well, Donald Trump raped a 13-year-old because it was the first thing that showed up in a Google search for uh, you know, elite pedophiles. Right, right. So here's what's so crazy. Laura Silsby isn't just, isn't just like uh, indicated. She was convicted in a court. Her lawyer is this guy named George Polo. Am I saying Jorge or is it? Torres Polullo. Yeah, right? right? Jorge, yeah. Jorge Polullo, he himself gets arrested for child sex trafficking. Yeah. It's un- and he's not even a lawyer, is he? He falsely portrayed himself as a lawyer, it says here. Um, I've always wanted to do that, by the way. <laughs> I represent but, myself in traffic court. I'm, 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 I'm 15 and three. If you're fine. wondering, you know, I'm yeah, that's pretty good. That is but what good. they did. I think with Haiti is they went down that's there. Clinton crazy. and Bush went down there with all their money after the earthquake, get all this credit for being charitable. And what they end up doing is I believe, I mean, I've talked to people in foreign countries. I, when, when we talk about like how U S foreign aid there's a there's an inverse correlation between our reputation in a country and how much money we've given them or and yeah yeah i mean if you want to walk if you took the Clintons right now and made them walk through haiti they wouldn't go two feet before they got lynched and killed for what they did to that country same thing with the bushes when trump calls it a shithole there's a reason because <laughs> the they took billions and billions and billions out of there Stole it, straight stole it. With who? The Red Cross, okay? Uh, yeah, and these charitable foundations is what they hide behind. This is the double speak right. of it, the, that halo effect, and they can get away with anything, just like Jimmy Seville did. Uh, well, no, but they, they're a charitable foundation. They're helping all these kids. It's just people take it at such a surface level, they can't, they can't comprehend that maybe that's the front. Maybe that's why they, they use charitable organizations, so they can infiltrate these places and do the shit they're doing. And look good at it. In that it takes what it's supposed to be doing, which is like law enforcement or whatever, and it does the exact opposite. It uses it as a shield to do the exact opposite thing of what it's saying it's doing. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. Now this guy named Daniel John Pye, who is one of the missionaries that got arrested, he just got convicted in Miami for pedophilia. So now you got the third person associated with this arrested. It looks creepy, too. Of flying in and out of Haiti to commit pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the craziest thing about this whole, if it's not crazy enough. Guess where Laura Silsby works right now? Her name, okay, it's not Laura Silsby anymore. 
<laughs> nope, 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 nope. That would be too simple, right? <laughs> Laura Silsby's name is Laura Geller. G-A-L-Y-E-R. Guess where she works? Disneyland. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess. That says close. She works at Alert Sense, which is Amber Alert. Oh, oh so my God. That's even that's up, unbelievable. That's up there with Disneyland. That's that's worse than Disneyland yeah. because that she's in charge of alerting people when kids are missing. Now, if you're in on this, how much can you slow that down? How much can you fucking not get that out? It's very simple. It's a red car. It's a black car. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> that's as simple as that. That's got to be why those alerts are like those alerts make me never want to go save a kid. I just want the alert to shut up because it's so obnoxious. Because of car crashes. But that reminds me of the Nancy Shaver story where she was exposing defects for kidnapping kids and selling them. She was talking about how child protective services and all these other uh, government agencies that deal with children actually kidnap the children and sell them and all that stuff. She died of a murder-suicide with her husband. Which is uh, actually a guy who goes on our show sometimes wrote the expose about how there's absolutely no way, in his opinion, and people who knew her who think that, but the incentives that were set up for that defect stuff uh, was she cites in her report before she was killed that it was a Clinton initiative that changed the way the incentives worked for taking kids away from families and keeping them. You get bonuses for the more kids you take away and the longer you keep them away as a worker, not not just as somebody who's providing for the kid. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. So there's that. Now we're moving into the thing that gets this whole thing going. Pizzagate. Pizzagate, which was, I think, a psyop used to make it sound stupid because it's really pedogate. I hate all the gates. Can we stop with the gates? Can we stop? <laughs> that, that's so. it. That's it. You nailed it right there. What you guys were talking about earlier was the same thing. It's a language trigger that they set up in people's minds in order to get people to, um, like, of course, ped- these pedophile rings ex- exist. Of course, elites do it. There's so much history. We've just gone through a bunch of the proof. But when they present something in the news and then they, they brand it in this way to where it makes most of the public think think it's a sensational, crazy lie, and then they clump it all together with all the with all the stuff that's provable, all they have to do is say Pizzagate and, and the general public goes, oh, that's fake news. It's disgusting. And they oh. won't listen anymore. So it's these language triggers they program people with. Well, the weirdest thing ever is I saw 60 Minutes for the first time in my life. I saw a major news organization tell you that a sexual assault didn't happen. Usually they just run with it, right? <laughs> they just yeah. And then like when it proves it's not real, page 18 yeah. – they issue the apology. I've never seen a mainstream right. organization just fucking go. It ain't real. It ain't real. It ain't. Yeah, that's true. Because the accusation is the act. Yeah, it's so fucking weird, man. So basically, dude, uh, we're gonna get into what it was called now, pedogate. What happened was with the Le- WikiLeaks, a ton of of emails were dumped out, and people went through it, and then we started seeing what. People who look for this stuff know our words or phrases that indicate basically pedophilia, which is hot dogs, pizza, napkins, all yeah. that shit are things that that are uh, signs of code for pedophilia. And it all comes down to this place called Comet Ping Pong. 
Okay? Comet Ping Pong. Do you guys have any thoughts on this whole thing? I think Alphonse is a creepy guy who is connected to all those people. And I, I think that it was probably a setup to, in order to put it out there so that they could then debunk it in the majority of the public's mind and that way shield the majority of the public from all of the actual real evidence that's out there. Oh, for sure, man. Like James Alphantis' whole fucking... Uh, uh, Instagram was crazy. He had the so um, the guy, the picture on his avatar's profile pic. Have we moved on from avatar? Do we say profile pic now? Have we all agreed it's a profile pic? <laughs> it's a profile pic. It's no, no longer an avatar. I can't fucking. Oh, it's, your avatar. it's my profile pic. <laughs> his profile pic was the Greek god of boy love. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what the name of the thing was, but it's the Greek god of boy love. Um. So much shit going on. Uh, bands playing there that have pedophile symbols in their uh, in their in their uh, videos oh, yes. and all this shit. He is like was listed as a top fifty most powerful people yeah. in Washington D.C. running a pizza place. Yeah, and, and he was uh, David Brock's boyfriend. <laughs> a crappy one at that. But here's the thing. I, I think you're onto something in that if if you have to investigate allegations of child abuse, there's no discretion when it comes. I, I, unless I got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure all allegations of child abuse have to be investigated. As a matter of fact, I've known people who've had their children taken away. Oh my! God. While the oh yeah, I think that might even be the policy in a lot of places. Is that if there's an allegation, first they take the kid away, then they investigate, lest the kid be punished or kidnapped or whatever. Right. So there have to be investigations. So the fact that there's no investigation here, uh, I always kind of read it as being they just want this. I call it the art of ambiguity. They want the ambiguity to keep going. So the conspiracy theory continues to live and they use this conspiracy theory to discredit conspiracy theorists because there's no meat on those bones. But the alternative theory, which I'm hearing here, which I think is equally valid, is that they get to the more ridiculous they make it the easier it is for them to just shrug it off instead of actually investigating it and dismissing it. what i've Which, noticed yeah, with did. this is like this is where i started noticing the parroting going on where they just would parrot what's being said what we what we see a lot with uh people just say oh that got that got debunked no it didn't you no, just got told it got, yeah, it it got debunked you got told it got debunked, and it, it didn't get debunked. Like, when he said, mocked. there's no basement. And then you go to his Instagram, he has pictures of the basement. Yeah, yeah. And this thing called a kill room he did a joke about. You know what I mean? It's like you're just sitting here. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, that's our that's our life. Is we are battling. We are battling propaganda. We have the conspiracy thing. Theorist, and obviously you're the propaganda report. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, we are battling the misinformation that is out. And it's just yeah. like when we talked about how, you know, the Nicholas kid who shot up, supposedly shot Parkland, which I don't think he did. But when they talk about him, when you go to him about the special like camp for like troubled teens, every article says 
The fucking camp is not the reason he shot. In the, in the title, it says, camp is not the reason he did this. Can't, every one of them. It's unbelievable to me. So we see, uh, we see with the comment ping pong, uh, if you look at the logo, it's got a lot of stuff that looks like Batmyth on it, right? Uh, if you go to the FBI has a list, as a list, go to the um, where it says um, dcpizza.wordpress, okay? There are uh, symbols that the FBI say are symbols of, of child sex and pedophilia. What will scare you is when these symbols pop up in children's programming and you will see it all the time. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah, want, yeah. if you want, if you see the thing about, uh, the, the 10 year old drag queen, which I cannot believe nobody thinks that kid is getting molested and being fed drugs over and over and over again. And that parent is a disgusting human being. And I'm sorry. I know own Benjamin got in trouble for this, but I agree with him on this. I don't think children should get hormones. I think it's like steroids or a face tattoo. When you turn 18, do whatever you light yourself up like a Christmas tree for all I care, but not until that moment. Because early you're fucking with your body. And I don't know why everybody thinks hormones are any different than shooting steroids to be good at football in eighth grade. Even the pediatric, American Pediatric Association came out against that, which is shocking to me because you would think they would do whatever the political agenda was. But it's like you say, when people need those letters, NBC or CBS, you know, they need that. And there they have it and they still can't acknowledge I mean, if is you go- that the puberty suppressors, the hormones? Is that what yeah, you guys are talking about? Yeah, yeah, all that shit, all that shit. Yeah, it's it's messed up, and they are seeding it in these CW television shows. I started watching some of those because I noticed it happening. They're having characters that are children that are becoming lesbians and coming out as gay. Like ten-year-old actors and actresses oh, are um, getting into scenes that are sexual. Sesame Street has that. Has that? They have a homeless person now. They have a person that. <laughs> Children aren't sexual, you know? I mean, why make it sexual? You don't have children well, coming mean, out at five lusting after, you know, hetero. It just, why make it sexual? And well, listen, dude, I mean, I, I not to get too weird. I mean, I was pretty sexual pretty early, dude. I <laughs> when you were five? I mean, dude, I've been eating butt. That explains a lot. I've been eating butt since 85. I call myself the Rosa Parks of ass eating, you know? <laughs> Before there person. was even an expression, ass yeah. eating, you yeah. were eating I ass. Yeah, it was the Gleason sisters. They were weirdos, and they, they just let it go, you know? But Right on, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you look at, like, the symbols, like, if you look at, like, a very classic symbol you see a lot is the triangle within the triangle we see it everywhere you know where you see it in the la sheriff badge that's a big symbol every one of the little spikes has the symbol in the badge uh if you go to comet ping pong you go to something called make your own pizza it looks like the fucking symbol for child love uh so the comet ping pong shit happens out of nowhere uh some guy decides to walk up and shoot everything. He conveniently shoots, conveniently shoots the computer <laughs> and destroys the computer, right? Yeah. So here's what's interesting about this, okay? The guy, Alephintus, gets legal. Who is his fucking lawyer? Basically a guy, do you guys know anything about this at all? About who uh, Alephintus' lawyer is? His lawyer, 
basically is the guy who owns Besta Pizza, okay? Besta Pizza's, okay, his lawyer is former DOJ employee Andrew Klein who worked for the Human Trafficking Unit. So listen to this, okay? The guy in charge of stopping human trafficking decided to be the legal fucking uh, representation for the guy who is getting charged with child sex trafficking. There it is. It's unbelievable. That's a coincidence. Hope they don't need a, <laughs> nobody needs an Amber Alert anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> Alafontes used to date David Brock, who was the main guy behind the media campaign to support Hillary Clinton and attack Donald Trump during yes, the 2016 dude. election. She went to his place all the time. Hillary always went there. Now, the guy, DOJ guy, Andrew Klein, he owned a uh, company. And he was, oh, and guess who? Guess who put Andrew Klein in the role of uh, DOJ employee of human trafficking? Guess who appointed him to it? Bill Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Bill Clinton. <laughs> he owns a, uh, Andrew Klein owns a pizza place down the street named Best of Pizza. Guess what symbol's in the Best of Pizza symbol? <laughs> the pedophile fucking triangle. All right. Unbelievable. So this guy decides one day to go shoot up the uh, shoot up <laughs> the computer. Shoot up uh, uh, comic ping pong. Okay. Now, I uh, I can you can you um, put this map up? I just sent it to you. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see, it, but it's basically a map of the area in which comic ping pong lives okay i mean where it is and uh basically on the street is comic ping pong okay comic ping pong and best of pizza are in the same block right down the street is what is this thing hold on it's a political and prices equity store or something like that right that's the one you're looking at yeah where uh for famous readers at author events that go guess who's been there and read their books bill clinton Barack Obama, okay? Now, just down the street, okay, is something called Beyond Borders, is where this kid who fucking shot it up supposedly came from. His dad ran the place, okay? Guess what they do? They refer Beyond Borders in Haiti. Yeah, (laughs) right. I remember that. That's crazy. And he took a plea deal. They gave him a plea deal. His dad, okay, his father... Basically, had a production company, all right? His father had a production company called, uh, hold on right here. Where is that shit? His father had a production company. Where is it? Boom, boom, boom. I can't find. Oh, his father's name is Harry Welch Jr., who is uh, in charge of this whole thing, okay? you ha- they And what we've seen now with these stories is they wipe these off the internet, but people grab them, luckily, so and then they put, they archive them. But this guy, Harry Welch Welch Jr., who ran that whole Habitat for Haiti thing, okay, he had a production company called Forever Young. (laughs) Hey, and that is – a lot of the theories about this stuff is that they they suck the youth from the children. 
whether it's through blood or other means. And they've actually started doing, they've been doing scientific studies on how the blood of the young can actually make um, older people younger. And they're actually selling pints of blood, $8,000 a pint in San Francisco of children. Where do you think they get that blood? Dark Comic ping pong pizza. (laughs) Yeah. That's the fucking tomato sauce they're using. Um, (laughs) It's dark arts, dude. What we're doing in Yemen, what we're doing in Syria, what we're going to do in Venezuela, this is where the organs come from. This is where the blood comes from. We are... I'm not sure you want your blood from Haitian kids after an earthquake. Or or Venezuela. They They haven't ate anything. There's no food out there. They're dying in Venezuela. They're not... not they're getting you. the blood. That's where they're getting the blood from, man. I mean, go on live links. The humanity that is lost on live links is just unbelievable, dude. So oh, the, yeah. Yeah. So there's all those connections. So the guy who shot up is connected directly to the Clinton Foundation. There is there is all these uh, tunnels underneath all these all these buildings we talk. They're all connected by tunnels that lead to the Pegasus Museum, which is owned by our good friend, James Alphantis, who is a Rothschild, by the way. He's a Rothschild. So let's move on to, uh, we got two more things. You guys got a co- couple more minutes? Do you guys mind 15 yeah. more minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, I want, we yeah. two more stories. I mean, all this shit's come out about that guy in Brazil. I mean, we just literally can't get through all this. I really want to thank the Ruins for doing all this research for us. They went all I mean, out. look at this. Hot dog equals boy. Pizza eats a girl. Cheese equals little girl. Pasta equals little boy. Wait, here's the question. Where is the source for that code? The FBI. I believe it's when? the FBI. What? What? I don't because know. Because that's when, I, when the Pizzagate thing is hard for me to verify. Because you can... I, I read that stuff and... I really have no way of knowing it because I don't. I never heard it before. Right, right, and I can understand that. Maybe the code could be suspect. I mean, but I didn't research it, so I bet I bet there is a dated document that I, I've seen that document. Yeah, yeah, um, I would think so, or it wouldn't have caught. I mean, when though. Obama is ordering seventy-five thousand dollars worth of pizza, <laughs> right. I mean, that's what that whole thing with the uh, Clemson Tigers was when he spent. Right two grand yeah. or whatever on fast food. That was the joke that he was making. Right. I mean, again, you could say whatever you want about Trump. I do think pedophilia is something that pisses him off. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's spoken out about uh, Epstein he's, uh, and his relations to this That stuff. would explain why he's doing the, uh, he's investigating Acosta. Like, that seems weird to me because I thought maybe they, because they, they confirmed the Senate Confirmed Acosta two years ago. None of this is new. You know who questioned him about uh, Acosta during his hearing? Who questioned him about the the allegations? Uh, the guy who was the vice president pick for Hillary Clinton. What's his name? Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine was the guy who brought it up. Well, you know, really? a broken clock's right twice a day, so good for him. <laughs> uh, Anthony Weiner's the next one. Anthony Weiner ah. was jet setting too. Uh, this is some dark shit. Anthony Weiner, jet-setting, on his way to be uh, running for president, sentenced to 21 months for sexting a 15-year-old. And that lets me know something else is up. When you're that powerful, you don't go to jail for sex-mesting a 15-year-old. You just don't. You're that, you're that connected. It makes me think something go, else is going on. 
Uh, they, they basically take his laptop, and this is where all hell breaks loose. They take the laptop, and, um, and basically N- NYPD puts out something that says, what I saw on, this is like the police chief of the Empire, NY, NYPD. NYPD, what he said, and he was later, like, re- resigned right after this, he goes, what I saw on that, as a seasoned cop and as a father made me cry. And he goes, this isn't going to be swept under the fucking rug. We've already sent this all over the country. They can't wipe this clean. What we saw in there is straight up fucking goddamn crimes against children. And what we've seen now in later FBI documents is that the FBI unit that deals with child pornography was called in, okay? Stacks, folders full of information that says Hillary was directly involved in child, uh, child sex crimes and that Anthony Weiner produced kitty porn. Whoa, that's news to me. Oh, yeah, I'll send you the document. He said it wasn't going to be suppressed, but clearly it was suppressed. Yeah, I mean, like, that's how powerful it is. And now what you guys don't understand is, like, what the, the when the pieces start to come together, the whole Loretta Lynch meeting on the fucking tarmac with Bill Clinton, what was discussed was her nipping this shit at the bud, pulling the FBI off of investigating this Anthony Weiner laptop, which was later lost. They lost it. Conveniently, they lose, they lose everything. Yeah, they're the fucking yeah. worst. <laughs> so who's the guy? Anthony like Garner. The who's the guy that like I can't breathe? Who's that guy that they were choking out? The- oh, um, with the cigarettes. Yeah, what's his name? Fuck, I think um... it's Garner something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Eric Garner. She, she Eric Garner. She used that as leverage to fucking tell NYPD if you don't stop this investigation, I'm gonna blow that up. And that was the whole meeting was about on the tarmac. And what was offered to her was the Supreme Court. But they had a problem. There wasn't a position available. And now you start getting into the whole thing about Supreme Court Justice Scalia. Scalia? Yeah. Dying conveniently. And after gorging himself on meat on a Friday during Lent. And, <laughs> and which then, is not, I mean, he's got like nine kids, one of whom's a priest. And then we there's emails released that fucking Podesta gave the coordinates where they fu- put out coordinates that just happened to be where Anthony Scalia was. I mean, wow, it's dark arts, that- dude. It's dark arts. And like there's video, there's supposedly a video going around of uh, Hillary doing some very evil shit to a, a very little girl. And it sucks. And it's hard for me to get really mad about male comics beating off in front of female comics <laughs> who are trying to get road work out of them. When I know that this shit is going on and nobody fucking gives a shit. And it's like... Did I've you been- ever... Go on. Sorry. Right. Did you ever see the the video entry? It's like an hour and a half by an uh, international like um, child abuse organization of the Dutch woman who describes the human hunting party. Oh yeah, in, I do. 
Oh, yeah. You've seen that, oh, right? Yeah. So it's like the super high level people from all over engaged in that dark stuff. And then, but a big component of it is compromise. And you have to do it with the people. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't know what happens in Skull and Bones, but like they, they want people to be doing stuff together yeah, 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 so that yeah, they yeah. can hold it against each other and they know it. And if you have been exposed to it and you can't, compromise yourself I mean, people were physically incapable of doing what they were asked to do at that human hunting party and they were killed in front yeah. of everybody yeah there, there's an so according OSS to that document, woman's story an oss document that lays out ways to compromise people i can't remember the specific document off the top of my head but it like it says here's how you compromise people to gain control over them from like 1940 unbelievable dude so let's go i mean that's i'm not trying to move i like anthony weiner's a scumbag He's dark arts. Hillary's dark arts. Let's move to the next thing. The Nexium cult. We've talked about this on mm -hmm. the show. The Nexium cult, where Allison Mack and this guy Keith Rainier get convicted. And when the mainstream media talks about how what the charges are, they literally only list sex trafficking. They will not list child sex trafficking. Why is that? Because they're trying not to let the story get out. And you mentioned her name Absolutely. before. Bothman, right? Their relationship Bothman. with this? What do you guys think of that whole thing? That the Bronfmans, that Claire Bronfman, I don't know, this was practically under the radar. She was ultimately arrested. So Edgar Bronfman Sr. was the heir to Seagram's fortune. And this is one of his two daughters by, I think, his last wife. And the two girls were into this. And supported it, funded it, was definitely brainwashed. I looked like a cult. Uh, and she just got arrested a couple months ago. Uh, and she got released on a $100 million bond. And so somebody I, paid I it. The charges somebody paid it. Uh, basically, Nexium Cult was created by Rainier as a community guide to humanitarian principles and empower people and empower uh, and answer important questions, man. Several women came forward claiming they've been forced brainwashed into a sack and secret society. Uh, the D, uh, DOS alleges that uh, DOS allegedly stands for Dominius Obinius Serum. You know, I blew, I fucking butchered that, <laughs> which loosely transferred to Lord Master of Obedient Female Companions. Just every cult, why do they call it a sex cult? Every cult is a sex cult. If it's not about sex, it's a book club, okay? <laughs> so basically, uh, Allison, that was the actress, right? Yeah, Allison Mack, who was on uh, Smallville, Smallville, basically came out that she basically sold children to the Rothschilds. She came Shucks. out and said that, and because uh, she's playing ball, I don't know how she's still alive if she even is. Yeah. But uh, basically, this well, she's this, fucked anyways. That's the thing; is she's already she's already fucked with her. She might as well just put everything, all the cards out. Well, I mean, she's either do I want to rot in prison? Do I want to die? That's your question. And she, I think, death is too easy for these people. I really do, dude. Uh, she's the one who was branding her initials on women's private areas, according to one of the things I read. And they required nude or compromising photos from everybody who got involved. That's one of the allegations. And so interesting, like, if you don't list those, we're going to put these out. If you show me a girl that doesn't have naked pictures out there, I'll show you a chick oh, who has yeah. mental illness. <laughs> so it's on the cloud now. <laughs> mother. Yeah, right? It's just like, yeah, chicks get naked. It's called 2019. God bless it, okay? Um, so these Claire <laughs> Bronfman 
basically they work uh, hand in hand with the Clintons. Uh, they're on the look what's back. The Clinton International Initiative, right? Is that what's called again? I'm sorry, I fucked that up. But uh, global initiative. Global initiative. They're on the board of that. Working with who? The Rothschilds. And guess where they come together again on? C-Max. C-E-M-E-X. Yeah. Which is C-Max. the company that owned the land from the Tucson situation oh. with veterans on duty. And what did they find there? They found a fucking, all this weird shit, right? All this what looked like s- sex toys and they called it a rape tree, right? A rape like a tree. bunker, right? Yeah, Guess bunker. who the mayor of of Tucson is? A Rothschild. <laughs> All of these people were on the document we talked about earlier, too. They're the they got Jeffrey Epstein that deal. Man, it's just unfucking believable. Oh, unbelievable. Okay, so the land was found in uh like Mexican like the guy owned some Mexican owned land. Yeah, well, dude, C-Max, if you, if you live C-Max, in L.A., yeah. you go with it on uh, La Brea. La Brea, uh, go, it goes uh, La Brea and San Monica Boulevard. You know where that big, like, it looks like it's, like, moving cement? Yeah, that's, that's a C-Max. That's a C-Max thing. What's all around there? Ch- ki- lost kids are all around that fucking neighborhood. That's fucking horrible. I didn't even know that. Right? And then this guy comes out, uh, Craig Sawyer, right? And he does this weird, he reads a thing saying, we found nothing, it was an over-exaggeration, which sounds exactly like, to me, what fucking Alex Jones did when he had to apologize to comic ping-pong. Which is like, okay, okay, they told me I gotta do this. Yeah. Who told him? Who? I thought he doesn't listen to anybody. Who, Who Alex Jones? Yeah. Oh, his dad's CIA. He's fucking, li- dude, he <laughs> listens to everybody who made him a multi-millionaire. Are you guys See, any- that taints Trump a little bit to me, because... You know, Trump's got some deep state connections from way back. And when he gets into bed with that kind of thing, I just, you know, you got to gotta take it all with a grain of salt. So fucking weird, dude. It's so fucking weird. So that's all the connections. These guys are all on the board of the Clinton Global Initiative. Once again, a weird, unlucky coincidence that this clean global initiative. He's such an unlucky lady. Right? It's so fucking nuts. And some more stuff has come up. Obviously, we know about John of God. Okay? That just came out. How uh, the John of God guy, faith healer, promoted by Oprah. Listen, if someone tells you they're not drinking the blood of kids or they say anything like this, tell them about John of God, who basically kidnaps women and uses them as a baby farm. Okay? A baby farm. He, they buy, they pregnant girls, take their babies. After 10 years, this witness, who this woman who came forward, who just happened to be dead now, suicided, says that they, for 10 years, they just, you pump out babies. And when, after 10 years, you're gone. And they're all this guy's dad. And who, who Clinton's gone to see him. Oprah, everybody loves Oprah. She just happens to be friends with all the fucking predators. Dude, it's, it's right there. It's on. Uh, yeah, you gotta wonder. It's on MSN like Latina. That. What? It's on MS on MSN. You can see right there that John of God, faith healer, he four uh, four thousand euros to 
to ship a baby from Brazil yeah. to Europe. 4,000 euros. Dude, and what happens is that they use these babies for organs, okay? And because your kid is sick or your family member's sick, these kids are getting off for this shit, you know? And I don't know how to stop yeah. it other than tell you guys what's going the fuck on. And that's, yeah, that's the problem is people want to live in a world where they believe where they that stuff doesn't happen. So they just they don't want to hear it. They have to uh, be exposed to exposed to it. That's, that's why Jimmy Seville got away with it for six decades. People were coming forward. Nobody believed it until he died. They had a four day parade for him. Then they found a rape dungeon in his house. Finally. Oh, everybody was telling the truth. And yeah. he was a good friend of Prince Charles, was he not? My yeah, son. which also connected to the people we're talking about right now, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, Prince Andrew. My Sorry. friend Robin, uh, Robin Balisk, I'm going to fuck up her last name, B-A-S-I-L-I-K-I. She does a great podcast called Deep Talk Show. She sent me another one this morning that we didn't even get into, which is Harold L. Moody. Basically, Harold L. Moody has been arrested for pedophilia charges. From Arkansas, okay, who basically was, <laughs> you know, just, just, I mean, just, it's unbelievable how this is all connected. He got arrested for it. He used to work for the fucking Kling fucking file. Here he is. I Dude, I'll put these links all out. You know, it's just like unbelievable. Yep. Bill and Clinton, if he was involved in their crimes against children, like, dude, they all work with the Clintons. It's like. You have to be naive to think this isn't real. You have to be naive. Was it Dennis Hastert? Was that the guy who worked in, uh, he's like three heartbeats away from the president? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. His story. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Guys, here we are. We went through this. I I don't know if anyone's actually ever done this, but I think it's important. Uh, One more time, guys. Tell them where where they can find your podcast. Thepropreport.com. Uh, I'll put all the links at the top of the website and um, I'll tweet it to at your Twitter account and you can subscribe to us there. You can find me on YouTube uh, backslash Brad Binkley. Monica's Twitter account is uh, Monica I'm Perez Monica show. I'm freedom and, uh, act radio. Yeah. Well, and you can hear our uh, WSB show, which is the Saturday afternoons on WSB. You can listen to it on iHeartRadio, or if you're in Atlanta, you can listen to it on the radio. Atlanta. On Guys, I got to be honest with you. You're one of the best guests we've ever had on. You're very knowledgeable. I learned a lot from you guys. And uh, hopefully we can do this again very soon. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pick another topic. You guys are great researchers. And I hope everybody who listens to me will check out your guys' show because you guys definitely know your shit. So I appreciate you guys coming on after us old people got this, <laughs> this Skype working. Uh, it ended up being an excellent <laughs> episode. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Thanks so much. XG. Thank you. Uh, Guys, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care, everybody. See you later.